This is MRN Out Loud on MRN.com, presented by Bloomin' Mondays at Outback Steakhouse. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. MRN Out Loud, presented by Outback Steakhouse, reviewing what happened this past weekend at Texas Motor Speedway and looking ahead to what we think might happen at Phoenix. Kevin Harvick, Bloomin' Monday, punches his ticket to the championship four at Homestead Miami Speedway. Again. Then there were two. Dose. That means two people already guaranteed in for Homestead. Two more spots are not guaranteed. But we have a good group of drivers that are fighting. You can either point your way in, mm-hmm. but aha, if one guy outside the points wins, then those guys are racing for positions. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a really intriguing race because we have a good group of guys that are outside the cutoff line, mm-hmm. that are inside the playoffs, yep. that can go to Phoenix and run well. Who, you might, good question mm-hmm. might you ask. Wait, wait, wait. Who, Joey? Exactly. <laughs> we see the competitors who got together less than a year and a half ago and rubbed fenders mm-hmm. as they were racing. Chase Elliott and Denny Hamlin go mm-hmm. there with a lot of good momentum. Uh, going to Phoenix, they're they're chomping at the bit to go to Phoenix. Both they, those guys had trouble at Texas. Yep, both of them did. Mm-hmm. Both of them were outside the cutoff. Both of them go to Phoenix knowing they can run well there. Mm-hmm. Ryan Blaney can run well there, but so can Joey Logano and Kyle Busch. Yeah, that's so, that's the that's the issue. That's exactly right. So they're you, all good at this point. So we know two people are in. We have the twenty-two points uh, ahead and twenty points ahead with Kyle Busch and Joey Logano. Uh, figuratively together, but right outside that cut line, you've got some really, really strong competitors at Phoenix. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Texas was an amazing race. The it track, really was. The track was very demanding. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, early. Early. Eight yep. cautions in stage one, yeah. zero in stage, <laughs> stage two. Three. Yeah. yeah. How does that happen? Well, I think guys were were getting settled in. You know, I, I, I believe the first stage Guys were so you got to remember we we qualified these cars and that's how we raced them uh, and we qualified and we only had one lap we weren't racing around anybody and everybody that was having a problem was trying to trim their cars out for speed and it didn't work kind of like clearly, the four it's a, it clearly it, yeah he was fast <laughs> it worked for him it worked for him you know uh, but he didn't race around a lot of people except for the restarts he was so fast he was able to stay out in front well he had a, the pit road penalty and it. then got mixed back in traffic yep. for a little while it took him a while to get back to the front but once he did boy it was lights out out in front but everybody that had a problem you know they, it was it wasn't like they were wrecking into each other right they mm-hmm. were everybody was getting loose either off of turn two or mm-hmm. off of four and caused a lot of calamity uh, and tore up a lot of good cars. And for the Chase Elliotts and the Denny Hamlins, Denny Hamlin went to Texas going, I got this. Yeah, this, and then be, he this. winds up sticking his car in yeah. uh, the grass the like a lawn dart 40, and tearing off the splitter. 40-point swing for those guys. Yeah. Very unexpected. But uh, And again, on Saturday, who would have guessed Christopher Bell was going to win? Yeah, yeah. shocking. Uh, breaking, Christopher <laughs> yeah, Bell is pretty fast. You know, Tyler Tyler Reddick, uh, again, watching him climb the, the corners right away, putting the rights in the spray, the PJ1, the VHT, whatever it might be that Texas put down. 
was fun, fun, fun to watch. Chase Briscoe, another good performance, mm-hmm. didn't complete the race, so you still yep. wait for that to happen. Uh, Phoenix will be a very, very fun weekend. It really will. And because Kevin Harvick got that top 10 finish with a victory, it means you get a free Bloomin' Onion at Outback Steakhouse. It's Bloomin' Monday if you're with us on a Monday. Make sure you go by and tell him Harvick did it again. Gimme my onion. Gimme. Let's listen to what Kevin had to say about his victory. I'm surprised, but I'm not. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, the expectations are always there. Um, you know, I think for, for me, I, I still feel like, you know, this was our best chance to win. I know Rodney, he's always the positive one. Um, he's, he's, he, and, and I tell you guys, I've told you guys that before. There's, there's at some point, he's going to talk me into thinking that we can win every single race. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, but I'm not. Um, because of the, the character of the team. And, and I just I love the way that it's evolved and the battle that we've had to get there and really uh, try to um, achieve something that, that wasn't really achievable uh, when we first started the season this year. And, and we've grounded out all year. Um, my note from Mr. Gossage there that he, he wrote me this year uh, that was sitting in my bus this year, it said, you've had the strangest year uh, that I've seen you have in a long time, but here you are still battling for a championship. And that was, that was him <laughs> writing that note, watching the, watching the races in the season. And, and that's really how it feels for, for me as well. Um, you know, it's, it's been a strange year, and here you are lingering around and, and wound up in, in victory lane with, with uh, two races to go, and now you get to go race for a championship. So I don't know if I answered anything that you asked me. <laughs> Kevin Harvick, two things there. That's his third straight fall win at Texas. And Rodney Childers is a lot younger than I remember. Well, he had, hey. Yeah, mash your button over this there. Yeah, over is here? this on? You know, he he ran so well, he got younger. It's Halloween. It like, like if you go at the speed of light, you're actually going, you're backwards. not aging as fast as everybody else? It was Halloween. Oh, okay. Is that Halloween, what it was? Yeah, all yes. right. All right. But uh, but they were dominant. Once they got out front, and you hear drivers all the time now, and, and it's it's something of a relatively new term that we've heard over the last several years i'm talking about eras now getting control of the race and once they got it they were hard to deal with well let's not overlook the fact that not even the four car had a good day but Stuart haas had a one two three day yeah so clearly the agenda the the mentality the setup whatever word you want to use going forward with Stuart haas clint boyer was still good they just Mm -hmm. had some issues but they had good speed. So for all four of their cars showed great speed throughout the entire weekend. We see this a lot of times. They're very good at when they come up on something that's going to work. All four teams can use it. They did it at Talladega mm-hmm. a while ago uh, when those four guys were able to line up and carry the, the, mm-hmm. the charge of the front. And now we saw it this weekend at Texas. And I think that's a bigger picture, which – bodes bad for homestead for the competitors mm-hmm. because if they can find something in all four completely teams different can, tracks to be absolutely. fair yeah but it's still a very fast mile and a half right mm-hmm. it's still high banked uh you're going to be trimmed out a little bit more the homestead tends to carry the cards a little bit more so handling mechanical handling isn't nearly as important as as it was in texas texas has that turn one and two where it lays down it's a little bit flatter you're relying on the mechanical grip to keep that car under you you go to a place like Homestead, you can trim the crowd even more. Use the banking. You can use the speed out of your your arrow side of the car to. Get, you don't need it anymore. You know? Yeah. 
and that's so it'll be interesting to see how that works. Uh, but they found something definitely at Texas for all four of the Stuart Haas cars, and uh, they were able to go home one, two, and three. Yeah, they were very fast all weekend long, to be sure. Also, Christopher Bell, very fast, as Joey mentioned. We'll hear from him a little bit later in the show. Also, we'll have Denny Hamlin previewing Phoenix for us. We've got a lot to come here on MRN Motorsports Monday, which is now MRN Out Loud. And I don't know why I keep doing that. Anyway, we'll be right back. your chance to win a set of your very own hercules tires go to hercules tires.com slash mrn simply register and each month we'll give away one set of tires hercules tires has the value selection and industry leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go no matter where the road takes you register now for your chance to win a set of hercules tires at hercules tires.com slash mrn hercules tires ride on our street It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. G'day America, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback Delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse, Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Homestead, the Homestead car has been kind of sitting there getting touched a little bit, but obviously we still have priorities in line uh, where now I'll let Jason answer this, but I I believe probably Homestead becomes the number one focus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, getting through tonight, and again, I think somebody mentioned it as I was walking in, um, the mindset's going to be a lot different going into Phoenix, um, and we will do some prep for Phoenix this week, but we will do more prep for Homestead and we'll just go to Phoenix and have some fun. And we've, we've been pretty good there. That car's ready, it's prepared to go on the truck. And so it's gonna be a good week. Um, we'll get an extra week to prepare for Homestead, which feels good. Eighth victory of the season for Christopher Bell. As we know, he's moving up to the Cup Series next year. He'll be uh, over at the 95 car replacing uh, Matt Benedetto, who's moving on. It's the whole dominoes thing at this time of year at Silly Season. But Seabell moving up to Cup next year, winning here, puts him into the championship four again at Homestead Miami Speedway. And as Jason Ratcliffe says, hey, Phoenix is great, but we know we're racing for a championship now. That car has got to be our focus. Yeah, we still have three drivers that we feel comfortable going to Homestead already. You know, with the Tyler Reddick, Cole Custer, and Christopher Bell still looking for, for that, that fourth, fourth guy, that fourth person. <laughs> How many times do you think we've Somebody said that this year? Somebody to yeah. stand up and go, ooh, ooh, pick me, me, me. pick me. Yeah. And, and we just don't see it. Uh, Justin Allgar had a good day. Chase Briscoe had a good day. Austin There's your Cindric, numbers. You know, Chase Briscoe, Austin Cendrick had good days. Um, it's just, you're just waiting for somebody. Noah Gregson to, had a, a wreck. <laughs> 
<laughs> he tried to go three wide there, and yep. uh, and that didn't work out. So you're just waiting for that fourth spot. And you know, a week from today, we'll know who the fourth spot was, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we won't be saying that anymore. Yeah, no, we'll we know who that fourth guy our, is. Our prognostication skills won't mm-hmm. have to be utilized anymore. So I'll tell you, on. though, Justin Allgaier is very, very good at ISM Raceway Phoenix. I've and been, that's what you – he's I, been your pick almost all year all long. All year long. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting because I know how good – First of all, JRM has had really good race teams. They've mm-hmm. done many championships, but I know the experience that you know, we always talk about having to lose one in order to win one. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Justin's done a, a really good job of losing these championships at the last minute. Uh, but he's been in the final four several times, and I think we look back at the experience of being able to to grind in that out, and you're going to see that experience. I just hope their cars are still good enough to compete mm-hmm. against the, you know, the, the Childresses with Reddick and the Cole Custers. Well, now, as we saw Stewart. with, with Reddick's trouble, he's not necessarily safe. No, no. I mean, we could no. see the big two and some other, some other combination sure. there going into the Homestead Miami. If, if something yeah. crazy happens at ISM race. Well, we just had a 40 point swing with Denny Hamlin. There you go. And Reddick's only in the 30 point window. There's your evidence. So I think yeah. that's, that's when they go there. They're going to try to calm him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought his incident at Texas was very un, uncharacteristic of Tyler. I believe he actually made mm-hmm. a mistake when the car in front of him got in the wall and he pulled off the wall, actually spun himself out trying to avoid something that didn't happen. You know, I, I believe he was... Can you avoid something that didn't happen? Well, I think... Is he, it possible? He, was, he did. He actually... He was avoiding... No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's got to happen for you yeah. to avoid it, but right? He, but he avoided it and caused something else to happen. And yeah. it was kind of interesting. But he had speed all weekend long uh, for those guys. So I think as we look forward, you know, Justin Allgaier can be that guy to... Because, again, he he's right there in the fourth spot. If he wins, he's automatically going on. And then Tyler Reddick has a decent day. He'll be the other guy. So those are your four... Uh, I would say going forward. I don't see anybody else coming outside. Chase Briscoe would be the wild card person there. He didn't uh, make it this far in the playoffs, but I wanted to give a shout-out to John Hunter Nemechek, a solid top five for GMS in the Xfinity race. And then he fills in for Matt Tift and gets a 21st-place finish. He was the highest-finishing uh, front row motorsports car at Texas as well. That was his first cup race. And how cool for him, he got to race against his dad. Yep. And this coming weekend... Both Nemechek's are doing the triple. That's going to be fun to That'll see as well. It'll be fun to watch. And what you had yesterday was he was on the lead lap for all first two stages mm-hmm. and didn't get lapped till most of the way through the third. So it was a very good day for those guys. I think John Hunter showed his capabilities. Um, you know, and he'll have more opportunities, I think, coming forward. I think that's the first time since 2005 a father and son have raced against each other when it was Bobby Hamilton and Bobby Hamilton Jr. And we'll see it in all three National Series races this weekend. That's something special, a little bit of a historical moment there for all those guys as we move forward into what we're going to see this weekend. And everything, all the championship fields will be finalized and decided this weekend. You know, it'll be interesting. It's a great weekend at ISM slash Phoenix Raceway because we have all three series finishing. Uh, they're, they're, they all do playoff. This is their last race. Uh, all three series finally come together. They converge after right. being uh, all over the exactly. place at so first. Phoenix is the penultimate. You like that word, don't you? Race of the year, <laughs> but it's their final race for the playoffs to set Homestead. Mm-hmm. And the, so we have all three series at Phoenix, and then we go to Homestead for all three races as well. 
Uh, and again, father and son, yeah, how do you get any better story yeah, than that? It's that's really cool. cool. I mean, for both of them, that's something they'll treasure for their the rest of their lives. Yep. Absolutely. Truck series, we need to mention quickly, they will go as well. They were off this weekend after running at Martinsville. You see the the story there. Brett Moffat, Stuart Friesen, Ross Chastain, and Austin Hill to the good. Matt Crafton and Tyler Ankrum below. We talked about last week what a what a slugfest it was for the truck guys at Martinsville. You haven't been uh, much of a fan of the way they raced that one, but now we go to Phoenix and all those guys have a, a pretty good shot. Although if you look at uh, the divide there between Hill, Crafton, and Ankrum, that's not a big break between those guys, not a big split. No, I think if you're looking at that list of six, you have to give Matt Crafton the, the heads up, the experience, the performance of their race team to try to get in that fourth spot to race essentially head-to-head against Austin Hill and Tyler Ankrum, uh, assuming one of those guys or somebody outside doesn't win. Uh, and, you know, you're, you're looking at uh, 11 points, uh, 9 points there with Matt Kraft, and I think he has the advantage there. Uh, the other two guys, Brett Moffitt, Stuart Friesen, clearly in the chase, and, and, and Ross Chastain is, man, what a season he's had. Yeah. So it's, it'll be exciting. These last two races I enjoy thoroughly. As much as I despise and loathe the Martinsville truck race, I love... <laughs> what do you really think? Don't hold yeah, back. I, I love Phoenix uh, for the last race, uh, mm-hmm. the playoff, the race number nine for the cup side, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go to Homestead for all three races. But it'll be interesting to see because what we're going to do is we're going to foreshadow next year the championship will yes. be in Phoenix. So yes. you'll have a you'll have a good idea of how that place is going to race out. We'll have all three series there as well. And also we should mention, too, there's a little bit more uh, news that has been breaking as we're doing the show on a Monday. Don't forget, it's Bloomin' Monday. You can go by and get your free Bloomin' Onion because Kevin Harvick got another top 10 finish. Roger Penske... From the NASCAR side that we know, but a long history on the IndyCar side is buying Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the IndyCar series. Did that surprise you? Oh, a lot of surprise there. Uh, but I, you know, I actually tweeted earlier. I thought uh, with his 18 Indianapolis 500 victories, he, he owned the place already. <laughs> it was just a matter of him paying yep. for it. Yeah, they, they, you know, we assume we assume he bought it. Mm-hmm. They may have paid him to come get it. Who you knows? Know, as, as good but as he's we been. heard for all this yeah. time, the Holman family saying, nope, not for sale, yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. But I think if it had to go and it had to be sold, I don't know the circumstances, but if it is sold or if it's going to be sold, Roger Penske's got to be the right guy, doesn't he? That'll be a great history to add on from the Holman Moody family. And I all mean, you the, know, he the, loves the, the place. George and, yeah. and all that stuff. Yo, who else? Who? There's nobody else you could say. I was going to say, could you think right. of a better no, guy for no, that? For that? No, I, no, I can't. And we'll see improvements, whether it's the Brickyard 400, whether it's the Indianapolis 500, whether it's Grand Am, whether it's the road course, you're going to see improvements through the Penske Eye mentality. And I've been associated with it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, quick story. We had a hangar. Brad bought a hangar. Uh, we renovated it. We came in, and I was prideful of managing that hangar. And we did a whole bunch of renovations. We come in. I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. He comes in and went, Change this, 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 and this, and I, I felt so defeated. But when it, but here's the story: when it was done, yeah. as good as I thought we had done, mm-hmm. it was better. There you go. And that's what you had. That was the interesting part: as good as I thought we had done getting it done. Mm-hmm. Roger came in and put his little fingerprints on it. Yeah, and it was better. I'm like, right. God, that guy's amazing. That's experience. Yeah, I mean, exactly. the guys, the guys got a golden touch for yes. sure. He, he absolutely a, does. He did a good job um, with everything else he's done. You know, he's. 
fairly successful. Yeah, just a little bit. He, <laughs> if, if he really applies himself, maybe he'll amount to something here shortly. Uh, another quick one before we go to break. Kyle Busch now announcing that he's going to drive the Rolex. Race, yeah. The Rolex 24 at Daytona coming up this year. It'll be, my understanding, in the GTD class, not the top class. But he's going to have a lot of fun. And I think that that's just going to add to the star power of that event. Win, lose, or draw. When some of the NASCAR guys go down there, sometimes they do really well. Sometimes they don't. But I think it makes it more fun when you see all the different disciplines coming together for that event. And one of the things I think that was a good question that was asked of him, this will be one of the first times he's actually run in a lower class Mm. during the time a higher class is running. So he will be one of the guys that's going to be in the way. So and he and he recognized that he's like, yeah, it'll be a good experience for me to experience it from from the backside yep. of being in that slower car and, mm-hmm. and the discipline it takes. And and he'll have spotters there, I'm sure, and being able to look out your mirrors, but still being in a fast car in your own series but experiencing faster cars going around you. Yeah, for folks who aren't aware, they have all the divisions on the track at the same time in IMSA, yeah. and that makes for some some yeah. strange moves yeah. occasionally. All right, got to take another time out here on MRN Out Loud. See, I almost did it again, but I caught myself that time. When we come back, we'll hear from Denny Hamlin as we start talking about what we think might happen at Phoenix. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback Delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Since 1942, Freightliner has been an industry innovator, developing trucks renowned for their dependability and efficiency. Whether your job requires a dump truck, a concrete mixer, or a delivery truck, you can count on Freightliner to maximize your productivity. With a wide range of horsepower and torque rating that meet even the most demanding job conditions. Freightliner trucks are built to build your business. Learn more at Freightliner.com. Freightliner, work smart. The race to the championship is coming through the desert. It's the Blue Green Vacations 500 NASCAR semifinal race weekend at Phoenix's ISM Raceway. Now, after a $178 million modernization project, it's more personal than ever. With access that gets you into the infield and NASCAR garages, and even closer to the cars and drivers. Don't miss the Blue Green Vacations 500 semifinal race weekend at ISM Raceway, November 8th through the 10th. Lock in your seats now at ismraceway.com. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I noticed uh, from that change was just the restarts. Um, guys would, you know, ultimately just pull straight down right there instead of it kind of being, yeah, having a corner, just kind of separate. Um, one of the biggest challenges, too, was um, trying to restart while you're in a corner um, in turns three and four there. So if you were probably four or five rows back, it was extremely hard to get your car to hook up and take off the way that you would you would want to. Uh, ultimately, cars aren't going to take off longitudinally better if they're going through a corner. So it's very interesting, and you got to really be aware. And that's 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 one of the things that uh, can kind of catch you off guard with that start finish line being there. Hey. 
Denny Hamlin talking about the start-finish line being flip-flopped, and he gave you a new word. It's longitudinally. Yeah. yeah. How about that? That's the word of the day. Yeah, right? that's great. But what he's referring to is now that Phoenix has flipped the racetrack, and what they did was turns one and two are now turns three and four, turns three and four are now turns one and two. Mm-hmm. The start-finish line is on the entrance to the dogleg. So cars are coming. On what in, used to be the backstretch. Used to be the backstretch. So the, you, your cars are coming now into turn three. You're going around the corner, and in that corner is the restart area. Well, once you're three, four, five, six rows back, you got to go in the corner and make the corner to get going. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult for these cars to have steering wheel input and apply the gas and expect the car to launch Mm-hmm. Longitudinally, <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, I knew exactly. you. Would, I knew you would like that. I heard him say that earlier, and I knew you would like that. So that's what he's talking about. That's why. So then, so then, once you get the car to launch longitudinally, mm-hmm. you then make a hard left down on the apron, and cars will physically go six, seven, They'll eight. They'll spread cars all wide. out. Yeah. It's the widest portion. It's wider than Pocono mm-hmm. on how many cars can get down there. The issue is. You still got two lanes getting down into the. It new runs out quickly. Two and one. So now you got a funnel. You got a funnel. So now it's a game of chicken. Now it's a game of again. I've said this sport is selfish. Mm-hmm. Now it's a game of I'm coming up and you're going to allow me. Or oh, are you <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so that's the game of chicken because we have to get down to two, possibly three lanes going down to turn one, mm-hmm. and that's where the restarts are very exciting there because. It's so unique. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, absolutely, as we move through there. And it applies in all three series. We see that spread as they get in the dogleg and then have to funnel it back down. What are some of the other characteristics of that track? Very flat. Uh, I talked with uh, with uh, Jeremy Bullens over the weekend for a preview we're doing on, on NASCAR Live Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern time with Mike Bagley about making cars fast at ISM Raceway in Phoenix because he and Ryan Blaney finished third way, 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 way back in March. And he was talking about the differences and why you call it a short track versus uh, an intermediate track when it's a mile. Yeah, one of the unique things, like just like Loudon, New Hampshire, and I think everybody claims a short track has no banking. It's got single-degree banking in the corners, less than 5 degrees, well less than 10 degrees. There's no argument there. So I think that's why we consider it a short track. But it races. It has to do with the way they set up and build the cars for it, right? And the fact that it has big honk and brakes and big brake yeah, ducts on yeah. it because you're going so fast down both straightaways, albeit a dog leg down the front stretch and a very long straightaway down the back, that you get going pretty fast because you're on the gas with so much that you can get good runs off. The thing I like about the exit of four, the old exit of four, the new turn two, is that you have so many different variables. Guys can run across the apron on exit. But you're on the gas so long mm-hmm. that you sail down the back stretch, you get into turns three with a lot of speed, causing you to use a lot of brake. Again, very little banking holding the car. You have to get it to stop. Well, now because we have such a long sweeping corner, and by the way, we're using some spray. Yes, I heard that this yep. weekend they're going to do that. We haven't heard exactly where they're going to put it yet. No, but you know, most likely we're going to move the try to widen the track, which is what we intend to do at most mm-hmm. of the spray tracks, like we did at Texas, mm-hmm. like we have at Martin uh, uh, Loudon, I believe we use. But you know, it's never the bottom lane. We always try because to that's where it. everybody wants to run anyway. Right, you're trying to give them another faster groove, and again, you can get on the gas like we stand. A unique spotter stand there at Phoenix. We actually stand in the center of the corner. Every other track, we're at the start-finish line. Mm-hmm. We're there at Phoenix. We're in the center of turns three and four. Now, right, the restart line's right in front of us. You can hear how early a car will actually get in the corner, 
still making the corner, and they're on the gas already. And that's how Kevin Harvick was one of the masters at getting on He's the very gas. good there. He would make, by getting on the gas so soon at the at correct opportunity, you make that straightaway so much longer, and that's where you're gaining your, advent, your, your advantage. Unfortunately, when you get down the front stretch and you're all the way in turn one, you got to stop. You got to yeah. slow down <laughs> because you're going to make a 180 degree mm-hmm. go back. And that's why these cars are set up with big brake ducts, a lot of big brakes. But at the same time, you're looking to reduce the drag and have the aero advantage uh, to try to help you get through those corners. So it's a really an, an anomaly on how fast we go with how flat this track is. I talked to a lot of different drivers, a handful of crew chiefs this past weekend, and one thing that kept coming up when we asked them about putting the spray down, the track bite or whichever term you prefer, is there was the jury is out because a lot of them said, well, wherever they put it, that's where cars are going to go, and then they're not going to stay down in the bottom lane. It's not going to create two lanes. It's going to still have one lane, possibly, but it'll just be a different one. The only thing we know for certain is if they don't put it on the bottom, which we're, it's a given, mm-hmm. that that shorter way around will always be on the bottom. And that advantage will – I'm not going to say it's an advantage relative to the guy. You're going to qualify on the bottom, yeah, right, because that's the shortest way around. But if the high lane ends up coming in and it's faster, the bottom lane is still shorter. It's no different than it's why guys cut across the apron. Mm-hmm. It's not in qualifying. It's, you're not trying to pass anybody. Exactly right. right. But it's but you're trying to go the shortest distance around the track. And the reason on the restarts you jump to the apron is it's shorter. Yeah. It's not because it's any faster. You're just trying to shorten the distance to the where you're going. It's a physics thing. Exactly yeah. right. So it'll that's the one advantage that the bottom lane will always have mm-hmm. referencing where the spray is. So we'll see. That's a, That'll be a very interesting relationship uh, to see. And we're going to find out right away on Friday because all three yeah. series are just about on the it's track. It's going to be something. Yep. What about uh, the the asphalt itself there? Is it chewing up tires? Whose fault? <laughs> asphalt. <laughs> we have a little bit of tire fall off there. Goodyear does a good job. But you can do two if you want. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you're going to see two. You're going to see the like we did at Texas this weekend. There were guys did fuel only for two or three stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we like some more tire wear at Texas. Uh, we would like to see more tire wear at Phoenix. Uh, we're seeing a little bit now that, that the repave is coming on. Uh, I think they repaved it a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to see fall off. And again, that little bit of strategy. Pit road's kind of unique. It's one of the few places that we actually pit in the corner. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Martinsville, a little bit. A little those, unusual yeah, yeah, from unusual. what we're normally used to. So a, a lot of strategy happens there. Uh, good pit stalls, not so good pit stalls. And, and, and crew chiefs have a good time trying to, you know, you pick by how you qualify. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you get to do. And uh, so it'll be, you know, we see a lot of strategy there. We'll see uh, who pits around who at this mm-hmm. late in the game. You know, does one of your teammates pit in front of the 18 car, for instance, Mm. trying to help you. So there's things like that that go on as well. All right, let's give away some more stuff. We've already told folks they can go by Outback Steakhouse and get a free Bloomin' Onion on Bloomin' Monday because of Kevin Harvick's success. But but wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. You know, if you act right now, okay, we just got into a new month. Call now. Operators Operators are standing standing by. by, (laughs) And you don't need to buy one or two. We're going to give you four. Every Mm. car has four. Four tires. Black tires. You just mm-hmm. get all you gotta do is get on your tablet, your little internet access, whether it's your smartphone, tablet, or home computer, log on to HerculesTire.com mm-hmm. slash MRN. Why MRN? That's our radio station. There you go. Hercules Tire is the name of the company, so that's the combination. HerculesTire.com slash MRN. Every month, four tires. Yours for free if your name is drawn, and that's simple. There you go. You can't be any more simple than that. We're giving away onions and tires here once again on MRN Out Loud. When we come back, we'll run through the schedule and wrap it up. Stick with us. 
feel that rumble? Those are drivers fighting to make the playoffs. That quaking tells you one thing. As long as this beast roars, Kyle Busch could still secure his spot, because a nanosecond is all it takes to rewrite history. So whether that rumble keeps hope alive or shakes you to the bones, you're family now. The Toyota Racing family is making another run for the playoffs. Buckle up and follow us at toyotaracing.com. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark for the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. G'day America, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse, Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. MRN Out Loud presented by Outback Steakhouse. Full weekend coming up at ISM Raceway and here on the Motor Racing Network. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, NASCAR Live with Mike Bagley, your host. Then we head out to the desert, and it's a full slate. On Friday at 8 Eastern Time, the Lucas Oil 150 semifinal race in the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Also, Saturday, pole qualifying for the Cup Series comes your way 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Saturday. Saturday night, a little bit later, Saturday afternoon, actually, it's the Desert Diamond West Valley Casino 200 in the Xfinity Series, 3 o'clock Eastern Time there. Then on Sunday, the main event, the semifinal race the, to set the Pen- championship Pen- for penultimate, penultimate race in the Cup Series. It's the Blue Green Vacations 500, 130 Eastern Time there. Kim Kuhn and I will have the pre-race show for you as we get set, and it's going to be a slam-bang, action-packed weekend out in the desert. When else do you get to use that word not much penultimate once a year yeah, pretty much yeah but it's going to be weird to not have the penultimate associated with ism next year it'll be weird going to homestead in march yes <laughs> well hopefully it'll be a little warmer than we have in some places at march it's always warm in homestead that's my point <laughs> some places are a little bit chilly when we go in march and go to the first time but but uh, homestead miami should be really nice that time of year and it should be a nice winter break for these, everyone these next two weekends even though i'm not in a championship hunt for either of the three series which is kind of unusual i've been very fortunate to be with some race teams the next two weekends provide amazing races opportunity i love going to ism slash phoenix raceway mm-hmm. it'll always be phoenix raceway Nobody knows. It's hard to change the well, habits. Well, it's just ISM doesn't let you know where it is. I get yeah, it. I know. Yeah. They, I know they own it and all that stuff. But it'll Phoenix, and then to go to Miami Homestead uh, again, a 
if you built a racetrack, it doesn't get any better than Homestead from a perfection. So those next two races are very, very cool. A lot of folks are saying if Kyle Larson can make that championship four, he's going to be awfully tough. Chase Briscoe has said he's got a lot of confidence if he can make it because he tested there. Yep, and he's already had a fast car. They're going to be in, they're going to be tough, 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 tough. That's why Homestead uh, or, or Phoenix Raceway, ISM Raceway is so, so important. Yeah, a lot of fun to watch there. It's going to be a big triple header weekend to decide the championship four in all three. Three national touring series for NASCAR will be there as well for the Motor Racing Network. Check MRN.com for news, schedules, stats, all that all week long. I'm Woody Kane. That's Joey Meyer. We'll see you right back here next week for another edition of MRN Out Loud.